Hi, this is Jovi. This is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Bed Crime Crime Stories. This is a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and we take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. What's up, Jovi? Not much. What's going on, Charlie? Nothing, nothing. I feel like it feels like we haven't recorded in a long time, but we totally recorded like last week. Yeah. (laughs) You know what's funny is that, yes, it feels like forever ago, but at the same time, it doesn't. Well, I think it's also because we've been Zooming. Uh, So because we haven't like been in the same room together recording, it definitely feels weird. Yeah, it's 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 a different vibe. It's a different it's a totally vibe. it's totes a different vibe. Totes. Totes and my goats. Totes and my goats. <sighs> so what's going on, man? Do you have any news for us? Any shows you're watching? Anything to share with the group? Um my stepdaughter graduated high school last week. Yeah. Very, very excited. Congratulations Congrats. to her. Congrats to her. We know she is a listener. So. Yes, it, she's a listener. She's told us stories to do. And mm-hmm. I've used one of her papers as a resource. Exactly. So <laughs> she's a big part of this podcast, whether exactly. she likes it or not. <laughs> yeah, I was actually teasing her at your birthday brunch. Uh-huh. Um, we, we went out for Jovi's birthday brunch last week and I was teasing her. I was like, well, we're just going to have to have you as a special guest in the podcast. She goes, seriously, I've contributed enough. It's about time that I actually get on the podcast. So I think we're going to have to arrange to have her uh actually guest star and tell a story i think she so. should i think it'd be fun that would be like a cool thing for her to do before she goes off to college yeah be like i'm on a podcast bitch you know <laughs> bitch. um and my miami stepdaughter wore a dress that was all serial killers and she was like i yes. wore it just for you and she's like and you yeah. have to show charlie and i was like yes, yes ma'am yeah. <laughs> it was actually a really cute dress i'm not it was even very gonna lie cute. It i was, was like cute. damn i want one mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. i do it was very cute i enjoy it um mm-hmm. i have oh that's a lie so i've rewatched season three of stranger things to prepare i know Mm -hmm. to prepare we are three episodes into the new season how have you been able to stop i because once we started we couldn't stop the only reason why we're doing it is because we want to actually like we were going to do two episodes a night that way that would Mm -hmm. be like our nightly thing to end the night but Mm -hmm. last night because it was family dinner night we didn't sit down to watch tv until almost eight o'clock and because i wake Mm -hmm. up at four 30 on Tuesdays um I just I couldn't stay up but the third episode when it was over I was like I swear to god I'll go all night without sleeping I want to watch another one and my fiance was like yeah no we're not we're not doing that Mm because I don't want to deal with your cranky ass tomorrow and I'm like you're right you're right episode four episode four of the new season is my favorite episode okay I'm 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 very excited um I will tell you this what L did to that cunt. He deserved <laughs> it. I literally stood yeah. up and clapped. I was like, yes. yes. No spoil, no, no spoilers, spoil. but just if you haven't watched it yep. yet, you're going to be very you will cheer. You will cheer her on. <laughs> you will cheer. You're gonna know exactly what we're talking about. Yep. You'll be very excited. And like I'm not gonna lie, like whenever they showed her getting 
bullied. Like I got teary eyed. I was like, oh, yeah, it was upsetting. It's it's really sad. And it, what's sad is that it really happens because people are. Assholes. Oh, yeah. Children are yeah. assholes. Well, no, people are assholes. and people. Yes. <clears throat> but um, but yeah, no, we're three episodes in. I'm fucking mm-hmm. stoked. My crush on Joe Keery gets oh God. deeper and deeper every fucking day. I and know. like, it's so funny because like, obviously I like, I thought Steve was cute, whatever. Who doesn't? It's the hair. Um, it is the hair. It is the hair. But when I saw free guy and he plays keys, I was like, Oh, he's so good. And free guy. I was like, it's, I love him. It's, free it's guy. real. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's real. It is a thing. I have a crush yeah. on him. Hardcore yeah hardcore but yes he's fantastic and free guy free guy is a great movie if you guys haven't seen it watch it Mm. it's honestly a movie that i've been watching a lot lately it's just fun it's lighthearted. it's ryan reynolds Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it's really funny because joe curie is not my type at all Mm -hmm. like he's just like not the type of person that i'm normally attracted to Mm -hmm. um but yeah, and I think it's like just the Steve Harrington mm-hmm. of it all. He's like fantastic. But then the thing is, when you watch interviews and stuff like that with him, he's just as charming and funny yeah. and sweet. Like, it's just like, OK, he's he's cool. I dig him. I, I, I'm a fan. I so and then Charlie sent me a video of Joe Carey and, <laughs> and um, Ben Schwartz and Ben Schwartz. <laughs> and I when I tell you I was laughing so hard, I was laughing yeah. Yeah. so hard. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, a clip from the um the late late show yeah one was from the late late show with james corden and then the other one was an a- was actually a visa commercial was it really oh yeah yes. it was trying to use his stuff yeah well it was hysterical it was fantastic i while i enjoyed the visa commercial commercial i definitely watched the one from the late late show like at least three times in a row because it was yeah. that perfect it was perfect yeah yeah, it made me it laugh. Was perfect. It was good. Um, but yeah, other than that, right now, um, I'm not I'm not watching anything because we just had such a busy week. Um, mm-hmm. so the only thing that we did was Stranger Things. What cool. about you? Um, I finished the staircase on HBO. Oh, right. The season finale up. was last week. Uh-huh. So that was that was good. Question mark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know how I feel about it. Okay. Yeah, I still don't know how I feel about it. It's like, I can appreciate that it was good acting, that it was a good story. Obviously, it's a true story. Like, it's a good story. But I think, like, I, we all know, right? I prefer a documentary over a dramatization. And I think it was just like, it, not that it was lost on me. Like, I knew it was happening. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I liked it, but it was almost like, all right. Like, I don't know. I know the story already, so just leave me alone. Right. And like you said, reenactments aren't your thing and you saw the documentary before you saw this so yeah that that Mm -hmm. that does have factors in it and it is it's Mm -hmm. very well acted i enjoy the people that are in it i i like it um yeah i have to catch up on the last few episodes Mm -hmm. but i will get there yeah watch that or finish that just the season finale um or i guess the series finale because it's a limited series um i did a very quick run through deep like complete binge of santa clarita diet oh <laughs> i love, love that, that stupid show. show and i miss it so much me too and i don't know why it came up like it came up a conversation with my boyfriend and i and i'm like all right i'm watching it yeah <laughs> i started watching it it took me like a week just to get through the three seasons such a good show it is 
Um, Did you see Drew Barrymore tweet about it? Yes. She was like that one show that you miss. And it was, I was like, oh my God, it's the greatest show ever. I love her and I love that show Mm -hmm. and I miss it. Mm -hmm. Um, But honestly, this past weekend was the Tonys. Mm. And as a theater geek, um, I was just really kind of focused on uh, theater this past week Mm -hmm. and catching up on shows and doing some deep dives into cast recordings and reading up on shows and stuff like that. And then of course I just became like re-obsessed with come from away and like just sat around pining over the fact that they got robbed in 2017. (laughs) (laughs) Just being sad for like a day. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they did. But yeah, that was pretty much it. Come from away and uh, Santa Clarita diet. Yeah. That sounds good to me though. So that's pretty much all that's been new around these parts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess we will um, have Jovi kick us off this evening. She's going to tell us a bed crime story tonight. And uh, yeah, take it away, Joves. Well, thank you, Charlie. Joverino. Um, okay, so the story that I'm going to do today, um, since we are still in our Pride Month series, is um alphabet mafia friendly well Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say friend you guys know what i'm saying it's anyway um when i was trying to find another story to do for pride month i was a little disheartened i found plenty plenty of sad stories and interesting cases however the lack of resources and the Mm. lack of information for these Mm -hmm. cases for these murders is sad Mm -hmm. and for some of them it was only like one maybe two articles and it wasn't enough for me to go off of yeah which really upset me you know Mm -hmm. like i i just i don't understand regardless of if people agree with the way um, they live their lives or their sexuality or their preference, anything like that. They deserve as much respect and um, media as anybody else does. Correct. Um, and I know we've said this time and time again, but like it just kind of not became real, but it may, it was a harsh realization. Yeah. Yeah. Cause besides those few that are the um landmark cases mm-hmm. or the ones that you hear about all the time you know mm-hmm. your you know matt shepherds and and stuff like that it's it, there isn't a lot of no. information there isn't a lot of resources out there so yeah it was hard it's it was really hard it really is and you know like i said it was a horrible realization i was not a fan cuz i just i got annoyed <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i did um i did decide on one that had still could use some more information mm-hmm. but i i appreciate the amount of uh information i found so i am going to be doing um the attack on claudia brenner and the murder of rebecca white um otherwise known as the appalachian trail attacks okay um so my resources for tonight are the advocate um, a document, a short documentary about this called In the Hollow, AdventureJournal.com, Daily News, and 
bilicro.lgbtqnation.com. Okay. Okay. Rebecca White was of Iranian and Puerto Rican heritage, and she was a student who was working on her master's degree in business administration. And 32-year-old Claudia Brenner is a Jewish Manhattan-born architecture student, architecture student. It sounded like I had a lisp there. I'm sorry. (laughs) Both of them were partners for two years after meeting over breakfast while both were students at Virginia Tech. Rebecca was living with a boyfriend at the time um, when the two women were still giddy with young love, although Mm -hmm. it was a closeted one. Mm. In May of 1988, the two women were in a long distance relationship and decided to meet somewhere halfway so that the driving was easier on both of them. Rebecca chose the Michaud State Forest part of the Appalachian Trail in Pennsylvania um, as she was a big fan of hiking and she just thought it would be a fun place where they could spend time together and get out in nature and have fun. Mm -hmm. Um, They parked at Dead Woman Hollow and began their hiking adventure. Like now, I don't know about you. That's a big red flag to well, me. Well, okay, yeah, for real. Didn't we? Wasn't one of our um, meme Monday something similar? Or no, no, no. You sent me. Yes, two go in and one something. come out. Yeah. No, 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 no. What did you send me? The kill something river. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sent me a meme. I actually saved it so we can put it on meme Monday. So here's a little sneak preview, my friends. Um, let me see if I can find it because it made me laugh. And that's, it's the same. It's along the same line. Yes. Yes, it is. Two bodies recovered during a search for missing swimmers at murder kill river. Yes. Like, um, yes. Don't go there. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Ugh. And I'm sorry. I, if I, if that was the only place to park, I'd be like, nah, that's a, that's a sign. I'm out. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. mean, what were we taught? Stay out of the forest. It. just saying i mean don't get me the wrong lesson we have learned yes don't get me wrong i do love camping it's fun yes. but the appalachian trail that's 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 large that's a large yeah. forest yes you just you got to be careful yeah, yeah all right so dead woman hollow and they began their hiking adventure after hiking for a while they set up camp the couple camped in an isolated wilderness area loving the privacy and the freedom the freedom the freedom to express mm. themselves that meant being nude, making love, and cuddling like young lovers. Well, at least they thought they were alone anyway. Oh, God. Um, and they found, okay. they, they realized otherwise the morning of May 13th, 1988. Still thinking that they were completely alone, Rebecca left their tent completely naked beside her shoes and made her way to a nearby lean-to. Um, a lean-to is a type of uh, structure originally added to an existing building with like rafters leaning against another wall. They, it was used as shelter, like a nice quick pop-up shelter kind of a thing. Um, and the reason why she went to make her way over there was to see if there was a journal slash log that previous hikers have signed and written in just to hmm. sign mm-hmm. herself and or read what other people wrote. Yeah, see if maybe there's like a hey, if you go up this way, right. there's a cool lookout or whatever right. the hell. Yeah. Right. 
This is where she quickly realizes that they are not alone. Oh, God. <laughs> Stephen Roy Carr, a 22 a year old quote unquote mountain man that sometimes lived in a cave not far from where the women were camping, startled Rebecca. He asked her if she had a cigarette and covering herself the best that she could, Rebecca told him no and quickly walked back to where Claudia and the tent was. Where do you think she's hiding these cigarettes that you're asking? Right, no, exactly. Dude. Exactly. Like, 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 I, I don't know where he thought she was hiding it, but yeah, he just, I don't know. Like read the room, mm-hmm. read, read, yeah. read the forest. I mean, read the forest. On. Yeah. Read the lean to exactly. Exactly. When Rebecca told Claudia that they weren't alone, they got dressed, packed up their belongings and started on their way to find another spot to camp where they would actually be alone. See you later. See, this is when I would do the opposite. Yes. I would leave and find people. yes thank you this would be Mm -hmm. red flag number two for me i'm just saying like first the dead man or Uh, dead woman and hey not victim blaming no 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 whatsoever not at all for me just who's already afraid of like the wide open nothingness yep this is exactly when i'd be like all right we're leaving yes we're finding a hotel yes and we're going to pretend we're roughing it. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Or if you still want to poop in a hole. You can do it at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> or we could find somewhere to go, quote unquote, clamping. Yeah. It's like an actual campsite. And right. there's like bathrooms and showers and stuff. Like you can still pop yeah. a tent, but there's actually like an outhouse mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So mm. see you later. Steven said to them as they passed him leaving the area. So he's oh, a big fucking chills, chills up the spine. Later on that day, the women stopped to check the trail map when they reached a crossroad. They decided what way they wanted to go and shared a kiss. It was then that they encountered Steven again. Coming up from behind them, he asked if they were lost. It was at this point that they noticed that he had a 22 caliber rifle slung over his shoulder mm. and paused, which I get. That's not something who wouldn't. You, yeah, that's not mm-hmm. something you want to see. Mm-mm. Letting him know that they aren't lost. They continued on their way, hoping that they were rid of him. Not too long after their encounter, Rebecca and Claudia eventually found a place in a hollow. And after looking around to make sure that they were actually completely alone this time, the couple set up camp. They had dinner, talked, and around 5.30, they began to make love. Unseen by the couple, Stephen Carr watched them from 82 feet away. He raised his rifle and fired eight bullets at the women. Claudia was hit in the arm, face, head, and neck, taking a total of five bullets. Mm. Rebecca was shot twice, in the head and in the back. The last shot was fatal, shattering her liver. The eighth bullet missed. Mm. Rebecca fell, calling to Claudia to to hide behind a nearby tree. Despite her wounds, Claudia was able to walk, but Rebecca was too seriously injured to move. She was still alive when Claudia made the heartbreaking decision to leave and try to find help. Mm. Claudia wrapped a towel around her neck to control the bleeding and set out on what would be a four mile, three hour journey. Oh my God. By herself with wounds and blood and just being shot five times. 
I wouldn't make it a foot. Okay. So no. God bless her. Just I would have just laid there. <laughs> that had to be adrenaline, though, if you think about it. That, it has that to had be. to have been it adrenaline. It has to be. Which is even scarier too, because when your blood is pumping like that, you're bleeding faster. Correct. And it's just, oh my gosh. Correct. Correct. One car slowed. They took a look at her and kept driving. A second car with two teenage boys stopped and picked her up. She wanted to go back for Rebecca, but the boys took her to Shippensburg police station. Mm -hmm. It was then that she was rushed to the hospital and was still there when she learned that the police had found Rebecca dead, lying exactly where she had been shot. um, Car's bullet had pierced her liver. Claudia gave the police all the details about their ordeal except one. She did not tell the police that they were lesbians, fearing that homophobia might have a negative influence on people responsible for bringing the killer to justice, mm-hmm. which is sad, but I, I get it. Yeah, That was mm-hmm. actually smart. In that day and age, it was smart for her to be like, yeah. you know what? It's a sad reality. It that is. You, yeah, it is. It's horrible. She also gave an FBI sketch artist a description of the man who shot her and killed her partner. Um, just a quick side note. There was also a memorial service for Rebecca while she was, while Claudia was in the hospital and she wasn't able to attend. So she basically grieved the death of her, alone. her girlfriend alone. Mm-hmm. That, that was, that's just, I, I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. I just can't. The next morning, the police went to where Rebecca's body was found to investigate and photograph as much evidence as possible. Less than 100 feet from her body, investigators found a strange collection of items. A wool cap with white animal hairs on it, sunglasses, two cigarette lighters, a knife, and 25 22 caliber bullets. They also found the eight uh, 22 spent shells. Yeah. Um, mm. shell casings same thing the focus of the investigation quickly turned to the mountain men of the Appalachian Trail rugged types who scrape out an existence along the route mm-hmm. one of these mountain men had visited a local family several times including the day after the murder his name was Stephen Roy Carr and he matched Claudia's description mm. The family owned a white cat with hair similar to those found on the cap at the murder scene. So that was like a, mm-hmm. Hmm. okay. Carr was born in Pennsylvania in 1959. His parents were abusive and he grew up as a social outcast. Other kids teased him and called him a freak. When he was a teenager, his parents divorced and his mother moved to Florida, taking her son with her. Of course, of course. They always wind up in Florida. <laughs> Did you ever notice that? Like nine out of ten uh, yeah. of my stories, they, <laughs> yeah. they somehow get to Florida. Yeah. There, he quickly earned a reputation as a troublemaker. From about 1986, he was a fugitive wanted in Florida for Grand Theft Auto. Using the composite sketch based on Claudia's recollections, investigators interviewed hikers and residents along the trail. They learned that Carr had been living in the woods, sleeping in caves, lean-tos, or just on the ground for at least two years. Good God. I know. He survived by hunting, stealing, or moving in with locals and doing odd jobs for food in a roof. Carr was caught 10 days later after an extensive manhunt. He'd been hiding in a Mennonite community. Since the members of the community did not read the news or watch television, they didn't know that he was a suspect 
in the shooting until one member who secretly watched television mm. recognized him from the composite drawing on the news and called police, which thank God for this person. For real. Thank goodness for the Mennonite rebel. For real. They are my hero. Police arrested Carr on a warrant from Florida for a grand larceny. Carr told police that his rifle and other belongings had been stolen. When police told him his belongings had been found at the murder scene, Carr claimed that he had thought he had been shooting deer until he heard screaming. What a fucking liar. Bullshit. He ultimately confessed to shooting the women and offered to lead investigators to the spot where he buried the rifle. Stephen Carr waived his right to a jury trial in exchange for an agreement by the prosecution not to seek the death penalty and to drop Mm -hmm. several lesser charges. At trial, Carr claimed he had been enraged by the sight of the two women having sex, that the two women had taunted him by having sex in front of him. His public defender said he'd been raped in a Florida prison and raped as a child and claimed that the couple's lesbianism was um, a provocation that caused her client, quote, inexplicable rage. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. If you guys didn't hear that, that was Charlie's eyes rolling prior <laughs> to the sigh. Because, like, I heard it over Zoom. So <laughs> just in case you heard that noise, that's what that was. Yeah. <laughs> The court refused to allow evidence of Carr's psychosexual history, ruling it irrelevant. Good. Yep. The judge in the case also disallowed the introduction of Claudia and Rebecca's relationship in court, thus focusing the defense to cut a deal and accept a sentence of life without parole. Good. On March 8th, 1991, Carr's appeal, based on the court's decision to disallow introduction of his psych psycho sexual history in court was denied yay claudia brenner became an advocate for anti-bias crime legislation i always have trouble with that word always it always makes you sound drunk it does like it makes Mm -hmm. me feel like i'm saying it wrong i know i'm not but Mm -hmm. yeah she attended the signing of the hate crime statistics act of 1990 the first law of its kind and it And it's the first federal law to mention sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, I know that was a quick one. um, But like I said, limited resources. But Mm -hmm. it was definitely, it made me sad. It just, they were trying to live their best life. And then this fucktard came along and decided to put an end to all that. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely one I have never heard before. Yeah, me neither. That was, um, I actually found that on the advocate and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Um, and luckily there was actually a few articles and that short documentary. So I was like, all mm-hmm. right, I'm going with it. Um, wow. Mm. It's just, it's, it's just terrible. It's just so terrible. Sad. Yeah. Well, I do love the fact that they didn't allow um, the women's relationship to be uh, talked about in court because mm-hmm. then that uh, then that eliminates the conversation of you know it was a you know gay panic defense mm-hmm. bullshit you know mm-hmm. so that's at least good, good. to hear yeah <laughs> i mean it, it's it's the little bit of light we have in yeah this dark story. exactly and the exactly. fact that they didn't allow 
Carr's um, psychosexual history, which mm-hmm. good because yeah, that's that's a stretch. It's a stretch. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's be real. Well, guys, next week we will close out our LGBTQ plus Pride Month series. Mm-hmm. Um. So thank you all so much for listening into all of our stories. This is not going to be the last that you're going to hear us talk about LGBTQ plus stories. Obviously nope. it's um, something that is important for us to advocate about and talk about. So um, we just wanted to take the opportunity since uh, this is a month that we have five Thursdays of, of, pod- of episodes to post mm-hmm. um, that we wanted to kind of take that opportunity to really take advantage of of that time so yeah um and again like we talked about shed light on on stories that you may not have heard before um at the beginning of you know once we decided we were going to do a pride month series i originally was going to tell the matt shepherd story um mostly because that's one of those stories that just kind of always has really stuck with me and it's one that always really gets to me. It's one that I revisit often. And, um, you know how we all have our ones that just kind of stick with us and Mm -hmm. stick in our brain. But I mean, I I think almost everybody knows the story of Matthew Shepard and while his story is important and it's, it's one that's valuable to share and talk about. There's so many untold stories of, of, um, others within the community that just don't get talked about and, uh, you know, are, continue to be um you know ignored until somebody sheds some light on them so that's what we're trying to do yeah so um again thank you so much for continuing this journey with us we have one last week or we have one more week (laughs) next week of uh in our pride series and uh uh yeah so jovi thank you so much for telling that story we appreciate um the information about one that we hadn't heard before at least i hadn't heard before Mm -hmm. um so guys, this is a, a nice short episode for you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about uh, that. Yes. This, no, this is a, this is a, uh, I got to take a shower. Let me put on an episode real quick. Yeah. Before, you know, that's what I can say. This is a shower episode. Yes, yes it is. Um, so, uh, you can find us on social, um, you can find us on social media, uh, Instagram and Twitter, but at bed crime stories, you can email us bed crime stories, pod at gmail.com. We actually got a listener email today for a story suggestion, um, which is a, it's a really, really good one. So I will definitely share that with you offline Jovi. So we can talk about who, who we want to, who, who is going to take dibs on it. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah. So like great review, subscribe, wherever you're listening to the podcast, make sure that you share the love and tell a friend. Um, if you ever just want to reach out and say, Hey, you can reach us either through the email or on DMS on Instagram. We, we love to hear from you guys. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, Please be kind to yourself. Please be kind to one another. And I I guess we'll see you guys all next time. But until then, sweet sweet dreams. dreams. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org 
backslash licenses backslash buy backslash 3.0.